It's a good show. Hi, I'm Elliot Glazer. I am Brent Sullivan. And I am H. Allen Scott. And we are the co-hosts of the new podcast, You're Making It Worse, uh, which is an incendiary name, but we have embraced it. Uh, we are it's three... a tongue-in-cheek name. Yes. It's tongue-in-cheek. It's tongue-in-cheek. Because usually one of us is making it worse. We're yeah. not saying anyone. I'm making it worse. We're not saying you're making it worse for listening. Basis. But it's a tongue-in-cheek sort of view of gay culture and sometimes not feeling like we fit into the larger landscape of gay culture all yeah. the time. Yeah, and as three friends who are also comedians, we've bonded over a lot of stuff, but our sort of frustration with <laughs> being gay and yeah. what it means and how it's affected us and how we've tried to fit in, but also mm-hmm. not fit in, yeah. has really um, imbued our friendship, but also totally. us as individuals. We start, yeah. as, we start from a place of comedy. We are a little bit gay, and we're friends. Like, lots that's of literally the we've Lots of giggles on this podcast. So many giggles. Look, we've all known each other. We've known each other since we lived in New York. Not together, but we lived in New York at the same time. Yeah. This is back in my flask when I didn't have enough money mm-hmm. to, to drink at bars. Yeah. Uh, at all, so I just brought a flask. I remember us downing beer outside Boiler Room on yes. Fourth Street before it, going into Boiler Room. Elliot's not a drinker, but I would bring a flask with me, and then after I f- com- finished that, I did have a probably a, arguably a problem at the time. I would then go to Bodega. Yes, I remember. And this. I would buy like a beer for like a buck, and mm-hmm. I would chug it on the street. But you would chug it, and but you would go between the diet coke. But when you were still doing the flask, it yeah. was a diet coke yeah. and a flask. Because I still and you can't would do shots. Suck down that flask, yeah. looking repulsed by the taste. Yeah, I, and I, I don't <laughs> like shots, so I was little. I I had like this big ass flask on yeah. me, and then I was just choking my way through <laughs> these shots like it's like a dick or something. But the uh, three the three of us were in this comedy scene and yeah, we all were very much out and open about being gay, but we didn't always feel like we understood sort of the gay scene. The yeah. Sometimes we don't feel like we understand yeah, we the still gay don't. scene. And we and we found over the years especially with my writing and you guys' performing and and shows and everything that there's a whole community of other yeah. queer people out there who feel the same way we do that. We love being gay. We're very much out. I mean, you're Brent, you're a little bit reluctantly That's gay. That's all the fence about this whole <laughs> yeah. thing, but yeah. And and you're kind of in the middle, Elliot, I'm and sort of I in the middle, definitely yes. love being gay. And one of the things that I think a lot of people can relate to is that there's a spectrum. Sometimes we get it, sometimes Sometimes we don't, yeah. and this and podcast hopes to serve that. That's the beauty, I think, of this podcast is that even uh, having recorded a few now, yeah. uh, it blows me away how often we agree and disagree with each other. Every time <laughs> I think there's a topic I'm going to totally agree with Elliot on and I'll disagree with Alan, it's like the opposite, or yeah. we all agree on something which I never thought we would have. And and so, yeah, so it's like whether you do feel like you fit in or not, I do think it's, it's you know. And unfortunately, I don't think there can... are many many avenues for which gay people can listen to a podcast or watch a show or read a book. I think it's hard to find a voice of dissent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's also so easy to get vilified for having a voice of dissent, which I think is why this podcast is important because it's entertaining, but it's also going to give you room to say, yeah, I don't get that either. Sometimes we're going to disagree with the popular narrative. Like, for example, I fucking hate Britney Spears. I think that she's worthless. How dare dare you? you, But I mean, and with you're making it worse, sure, it's an incendiary title, but it also is, it hopefully pokes you a little bit to want to get to know us a little bit more and understand maybe a perspective that you're not hearing everywhere else within the gay landscape. And we don't always pretend 
to be completely correct. No, we're wrong so many times. Whoa, 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 whoa. Speak for yourself. Sorry, Brent. <laughs> We've got so many guests and friends and right. people mostly, within I feel like and it's outside. mostly your guys' friends. Yeah, we... yeah. You don't have friends except I for us. No. Yeah, so. We've got great guests. We've got Nicole Byer. Yeah, right. we have my close personal friend, Alaska Thunderfuck, coming That's on. That's right. Gabe Liedman. That's super right. Super funny. Uh, Louis Viertel, of course. Love Moshe Lewis. Kasher. I mean, and he's straight. That's right. Yeah. That's so, right. We have people who are spectrum. on the spectrum. You know, it's a spectrum. Off the I mean, spectrum. I'm sure he's probably touched a dick. I'm, I swear to you he hasn't. Moshe? Really? You don't think so? No. I'm going to text him. Textual healing. So textual healing is our segment in which we talk about something we can't stop talking about. Something in Usually a, relevant. Usually relevant. Something in our text chains or our group message. It's or, kind of like our hot take on a certain thing. Our okay. hot takes, our hot topics. Something that, yeah. you know, the girls on The View topic. might talk about. Not even joking. Now, not even joking is uh, basically the main theme of the show. This is this is the meat of the podcast. The meat and potatoes. The meat and potatoes, as Alan would, as would put it, <laughs> uh, in, in a slightly bizarre voice. Um, and, you know, it's we, where we, call, we, have our we call it not even joking. This is where we have the guest. This is where we get a little bit more serious, but we're still mostly joking. We're yeah. kind of joking, but we're yeah. talking about yeah. something real. Yeah, this bitch starts crying, but yeah. <laughs> He's pointing at me. You have not cried <laughs> once. I cannot wait for that day. another thing and another segment we have is and another thing which is kind of like a random thing that doesn't necessarily have to be gay but somehow i will find a way to make it well gay. the idea yeah, is that it's do. not necessarily within the gay realm it's just something yeah. we want to talk about that's not random zeitgeist exactly yeah but zeitgeist. jeans i do cheese, make it gay christmas yeah somehow you even made cheese gay i know i'm yeah. very talented What would your aunt say? What would your aunt say is an irreverent segment in which... It's our final segment. It's our it's final the segment. The end. It's yeah. the button. It's which we posit, in which we posit what our aunts, all of our aunts respectively... Completely disconnected from the gay community. Completely yeah. on their own would have to say about something we talked about on this Some podcast. Some incredibly yeah. insular... Ridiculous gay like theme that we your talk, straight talk aunt about. listens to you. There's weird things that we talk about in the gay world, and she has to respond. What would she say to what that? What is a grinder tribe? What is a what? Who is a grinder? Why is, is a, a grinder? What is a, <laughs> when is a grinder? And why are you talking about penises so much? Uh, and we recently went to RuPaul's Drag Con in Los Angeles. That's and right. Walked around and asked random people, "What would your aunt say about RuPaul's Drag Con?" How would your aunt react to DragCon? She'd actually love it. She's not, but um, I wish she would be. She's really sweet and really nice. She's, I, I, I didn't expect it from her, but she definitely would love to be here. Hi, Gillian Jacobs. How would your aunt react to DragCon? I think my aunt would love it. I have a lot of aunts, but all the good ones would have the best time at DragCon. I'm, I'm standing here with good friends, amazing comedians, actresses, Cameron Esposito, and Rhea Butcher. Guys, what would your aunt say about DragCon? Um, I feel like my aunt would have the same reaction that I'm having, which is just totally overwhelmed, don't understand from the very beginning how any of this is possible. Not just, like, talk me through your makeup, but, like, 
the whole thing. How do you how do you stand like that? How do you put your shoulders in that position? Um, what are you wearing on top of your head? How'd you get that up there? How heavy is that? What do you need to do with your neck afterwards? Yeah. Rhea? Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. I've got two ants. One of them probably would never even come to the state of California. Yeah, right. Because I got a whole sort of libertarian, non-voting side of the family. Don't yell at me. They're not going to vote. Yeah. The other ant would definitely be up for it with a huge smile on her face, just kind of confused. And also going, wow, well, look at that. Yeah. I think that's my, my ant reaction. But anyway, that's the podcast. So hopefully that's the you'll podcast, join us. And, and yes. it's coming soon to Starburns Audio, and we're so excited. And you need to subscribe. You need to give us a rating, and you better give us a good rating, or I'll find you and I'll hunt you down. Yes, that's a great way to rope in listeners. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good show.